Luke 2.16 And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a, lying in a manger. to welcome everybody this morning we appreciate uh, our children seeing us before us this morning and, uh, appreciate everybody making an effort to be here we got a great crowd this morning and uh, kind of touched on this last week I think when I opened up but I'm thankful I know the true meaning of Christmas um, uh, we can't wrap our uh, natural mind around uh, how that all happened and why it happened but uh, when you get saved and the Lord passed by you can feel his spirit it, uh, it all makes sense to you. Uh, you know, just uh, how he came as a, you know, left the throne and came as a, to take on this flesh for us and uh, be crucified on the cross for me. Uh, not just me, for everyone here. And uh, it's just, uh, it's hard to comprehend with this natural mind. But when his spirit passes by, uh, you know it's real. If, and if you don't have that this morning, I pray you don't leave today without it. And uh, we just look forward to having a great day. And uh, I'm going to ask uh, Neil Weirman to dismiss Sunday school.
I forgot to announce uh, Jeremy's class that's usually up here. We're going to move that class to the fellowship hall from now on. So if you attend that class, it'll be in the fellowship hall. We appreciate being able to be in God's house, and uh, we we appreciate what Christmas means to us—the uh, birth of our Savior. But and and we we come to celebrate that the birth of Jesus, like Ryan was talking. Uh, he come out of glory. To make a way for us to go to glory, and uh, but if 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 our hearts are right, and and uh, when we come to church, don't matter if it's January or July or December twenty fifth, we ought to be celebrating the life and the death of Jesus and the resurrection, and. Uh, I was thinking, I heard a, a man talking on TV a year or two back, talking about the, uh, the virgin birth and said there's a lot of born-again Christians that don't believe in the virgin birth. And I disagree with him on that. Uh, I, think, I think if you've got to believe in order to get born again, and uh, uh, this book, uh, all scripture, the Bible said all scripture, and that's, that's this book right here from Genesis to Revelation in, in the King James Bible is the word of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And uh, our, our first article of faith, and I love this. I'd change maybe one or two words in it, but uh, it says we believe. And I'd, I'd say we know. Uh, but we believe that the Holy Bible was written by men divinely inspired of God and is a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction. Now listen, that it has God for its author salvation for its end, and truth without any mixture of error for its matter. It's the absolute truth of God. 
from, from the first word in Genesis to the last word in Revelation. And, uh, if, and God said, and where I wanted to start this morning was back in, the, in the Isaiah where he said, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, call his name Emmanuel. And uh, God was preaching that to the people, and and this that was that scripture was written some seven hundred or seven hundred and fifty years before Jesus came in the flesh. Job, in the nineteenth chapter of Job, he said, "Oh, that my words were written; they were graven with an iron pen and lead in the rock forever." He said, "For I know." that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand upon the earth in the latter days. He was looking forward to Jesus coming. And uh, everybody that's ever been saved, and I want to make this plain, everybody that's ever been saved or ever will get to heaven got saved through what Jesus done at Calvary. The blood of Christ cleanseth, the Bible said, from all sin. And that's going that way and that way. Zechariah said there was a fountain opened in Jerusalem and part flowed to the former sea and part to the hinder sea. So it went back to Adam and it come down to the last man that's ever going to be born on this earth. It's available. I'll say it that way. The blood of Christ is available to everybody if they'll come to him. And uh, but our lesson this morning's in the sec in the first chapter of the book of Luke. And uh, and uh, when the angel, this was right right after the angel told Mary she was going to have Jesus, she was going to have a son, and call his name Emmanuel. <clears throat> and then he said, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a, a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Now, if you... I got a scripture wrote down here somewhere, but uh, the angel was talking to Zacharias. That's Elizabeth's husband. He was a a priest, and uh, <clears throat> the angel was talking to him, telling him about John being born. He's going to have, they was going to have a son. He said, "Told John said thy prayers have been answered." In other words. John and Elizabeth had prayed for a child, and I, I just kind of thought uh, it'd be, it would seem normal for young people to do that. Actually, I remember doing that myself. Uh, but it would seem normal for young people to do that. Now, Elizabeth and, and, and Zacharias we're old, and maybe if you, if you get the answer that that he gave to the angel, you might think he'd kind of give up on it, because he he said to 
uh, how, how am I going to know? How am I going to know this? In other words, he was questioning the angel about what the news he brought to him. And uh, the angel said, "You're going to you're going to be dumb. You're not going to be able to speak till this is accomplished." And and of course he didn't. He wasn't able to. But uh, if we're not careful, did you ever? Did you ever pray for something, and then it surprised, kind of surprised you when God answered it? Or did you ever pray for something and think uh, maybe it wasn't going to happen? Uh, I prayed. I pray. I tell you what. I I prayed for things before, and I I was pretty well positive, as positive as I could be. That God was going to do it, whatever it was. I've had I've had a few of those, and uh, but now I've had I've had one or two that I tried to pray for, and I was pretty well positive God wasn't going to answer those. You can tell by the Spirit, God, if if, if God's and I, I getting this together just right, but uh, did you ever try to pray for something you kind of out of here that you wanted to happen real bad, and God didn't give you no spirit to pray with? That's what I'm talking about. You just about know that's not going to be answered. At least not now, anyway. And. Uh, I guess the one that stands out in my life the most was when my dad died. They called they called me and said he he passed out and they was taking him to the hospital and I was trying to pray all the way to the hospital and couldn't get a hold of nothing. So uh, and and when I got there they said he'd already gone. So uh if God, if God give you a spirit to pray with, you go with it. With everything you got. That's why. That's why Terry talks about having burdens all the time when he's preaching. You got to have a burden for something to be able to pray for it. And if God gives you a burden for somebody that's lost. You ought to use use that just as hard as God will let you. Because God, if God gives you a burden for somebody that's lost, God's wanting to save that person, and He wants to save everybody. But He's He's got plans to reach them if we, as a church, will follow Him. We've got a part in this. I know Jesus paid the price. He come and died it that everybody could have an opportunity. But he left us here. When when I, I've thought a lot of times, the day I got saved, far as far as I was concerned, God could have took me on home right then. 
I was ready to go. And for just, just for me, I had no reason to stay here. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I ain't, I ain't no hurry to die. I'm, I'm 83 years old right now, and I don't care if I live to be 103 if I'm healthy and, you know. But, uh, uh, but then sometimes, sometimes I get to thinking about heaven and how good it's going to be, and I, I get in a hurry. I'd like to be there. One of these days I'm going to be. Absolute fact. God let me know that in 1956, and that ain't slipped my mind since then. I've not always walked close to God like I should, but I ain't forgot about that day when he saved me. Anyway, so they, John come to be a, to be a forerunner of Christ, and Mary Mary was going down after, after the, the angel had told her she's going to have a son. And she told him, and he told her that Elizabeth was going to have one. So she went, Elizabeth and her was related, cousins or something. But, but Elizabeth was quite a bit older than her. She went to Elizabeth's house. And uh, she had good news. Uh, and and the church is still telling that good news today. Uh, probably, I was I was going to wait and do this and toward the last lesson today if I could, but uh, probably, and I seem like every Sunday I, I, that I try to teach, I, I I'll go over a scripture and I say this is my one of my favorite scriptures. And I've got a bunch of favorites. But the absolute favorite in my life was when the angels come to the shepherd boys and said, Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And he wasn't just talking to them shepherd boys. He was talking to me. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And... I, did, I wasn't there when he when they come and talk to the shepherds, but in 1956, Flavius Ash got up here and preached uh, over on Albert Street, got up and preached, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Made it real down in here. God did. That, and that's been real in my life ever since. Uh, ever, everything that God put in the book Every bit of it was for me. And there's a reason for all of it. Now, if I'm struggling, and uh, I just about halfway try to pray, and don't open the book and read it, I'm probably missing out on the help that God wants to give me. If I've, if I've got a problem, there's an answer for it in here. It may take a little, it may take a little hunting and a little uh, 
little work on my part. I might have to get on my knees a bunch. But God's got the answer for anything that bugs us. And uh, and if God, if God, that, that ain't the right way to say it. God so loved the world. There ain't no if about it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So God, God loved me and you and everybody else enough to send Jesus to die for us. And if, if that be the case, and that is, he loves us enough to help us when we got problems. And we all have them. Man born a woman's few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down and continueth not. One of these days we're going to die. And that, if we look at it out of here, that, that looks like a problem. But if we look at it out of here, it's joy in the morning. We got a better place to go because Jesus come out of glory. And he was born in Bethlehem of Judea in a, in a stable. And you would think if the God of the universe was sending his son down here, he'd have him in a mansion or something. Uh, God sent him down here on a level with every one of us so that he, we could relate to him. If he'd have come as a king, we'd, it'd have been the same thing right now. I've never met a king in my life and probably never will. I'm talking naturally. But now the king of glory come down on my level so that me and him could get acquainted. And, uh, and he's still on my level. He took up, the, the, the day I got saved, he took up residence in here and he's never left. Even time, times I've been way off, he was still there telling me I was his, and I was, I was where I should had no business. And uh, God, we got a good God. Anybody got a comment? For with God nothing shall be impossible. If if God, how many people, how many people have you ever heard talking about when they got saved? Said if the Lord could save me, he'd save anybody. And just about everybody that's ever been saved say that. The thing of it is, he fixed, he fixed, if we want to call it the plan of salvation. He fixed that plan of salvation for everybody. The Bible said it was not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And uh, the blood of Jesus, I done quoted that, cleanseth from all sin. And uh, Jesus' blood was shed for every one of us, the whole world. Everybody can come and get saved if they will, when God calls them. 
And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it on, unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now, Mary said, Be it unto me. And uh, Zechariah said, How am I going to know this? And he was, he was a priest, and she was just a... If I understand the way they talk about it, she was just a teenage girl. But she had faith in God. And uh, in order in order to receive anything from God, you got to have faith. He delivers He delivers faith to each one of us. When the gospel reaches us and lets us know we're lost, he delivers the measure of faith. And if we'll use that, he gives us the, the privilege of choosing what we're going to do. Uh, Joshua told the children of Israel, said, choose you this day whom you'll serve. Now, a lot of them people, a lot of them people at that time had been saved. But they still had to choose who they was going to serve. I have to choose on a regular basis. And you do too. I was talking about praying and reading the Bible. How many times has, has, have you ever been at home doing, just doing whatever and, and something just tell you, and I, oh, I'll say God, but Something just tell you I need to pray, and and you sit there and say, "Well, when I get done with what I'm doing, I'll I'll do that." And then when you get done, did you ever try to pray you couldn't? I have a lot of times. I'll put God off, and then when it, when it, when I decided I was going to do it, it wasn't there no more. So we need to. We need to move with the inspiration that God gives us when he gives it to us. By the same token, I've had God tell me I needed to pray, and I just lay down whatever I was doing and, and go find me a, a place somewhere and get on my knees and, and get hooked up with heaven, and there's nothing no better. I've had a lot of good blessings in my life. Heard a lot of good preaching. But the closest, the very closest I believe that I've ever been to God was when I was on my knees talking to Him right out of my heart. And there's no greater joy. It's anything you do for God. If you do it out of your, right out of your heart, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. There's nothing no better. So Mary, Mary said, be it unto me. Uh, you go back in Isaiah, when Isaiah was writing his experience, and uh, they said, I believe God said, who will go and who'll, who can we send and who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here am I, Lord, send me. 
That's not always easy to do. I've had God, I've had God give me testimonies before, and I, I'd sit and wrestle with it and put it off and try to get out of it. And when I when I went with it, done what God told me to, I got a blessing. When I put it off and didn't do it, I went home feeling bad. And uh, so God, I, I say this all the time. The day I got saved, I gave my life to Jesus. I absolutely did. But there's been a lot of times in my life since then that I've kind of pushed him away. He'd give me something to do and I'd back off from it. This guy, we have a we have a battle. We have a warfare. This this outward man, this outward man's not been saved. God saved our soul. That's down on the inside. This guy here's still got the same nature. I've heard people say that they he changed their nature and everything. This guy's still got the same nature he had before I got saved. Now, God gave me the spirit down in here. He put his love down in here. And he he'll help me. If I'm if I've got a battle, if I've got a, a, a problem, I've got a God that can handle anything. I remember I've told this a hundred times probably or maybe more than that, but I just I'd just been saved a little while. I was going to school over at Lima Senior and uh all day long, the devil had been bugging me. And I, I come home from school, and there wasn't nobody home. And I went in the bathroom and got on my knees and prayed. I don't remember what I, what I said or nothing, but I prayed. And I got up, and there was a dresser in the bathroom, and I... There was, we used to give out Sunday school leaflets, the visitors' leaflets, and there was one of them laying on the dresser, and the, the memory verse on it, and I can't quote it exactly right, but he said, I'll not have you tempted above what you are able, but with every temptation there's a way made for your escape. And, and he filled my cup up and run it over, and the devil was gone for a little while. He keeps coming back. But I've got a God that can keep putting him away. If we right out of our heart trust him to do that, he'll do it. I'm, I know a lot of what I'm saying is off this lesson, but it's, uh, it's what I got. And, uh, and Mary arose in those, in those days and and went into the hill country with haste unto a city of, of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. 
Now, it, it don't say what she said. It just says she, she saluted Elizabeth. And, uh, but I believe, I believe she told, she told Elizabeth what the angel told her. If you, if you listen to what Elizabeth had to say later, uh, and, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, got a lot of people. This kind of off the lesson a little too, but there's a lot of people that'll that'll absolutely tell you that people back before Pentecost didn't have the Holy Ghost, but they forgot to read the Bible. Uh, the babe leapt in her womb, being he was. She was filled with the Holy Ghost. And David, when he repented after he'd sinned, he told the Lord, said, Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. God couldn't take something he didn't have. And the Bible said, now this is in the New Testament, but it said, He that hath not the Spirit of Christ is none of his. And I believe, regardless regardless of what point in history that these books were written in the Bible, and they were written at different times, they're ever one as eternal as God is. When, if you remember when Cain... Uh, Cain killed Abel. He didn't have he didn't have the the book of the law that said thou shalt not kill. But God called him on the carpet, and uh, he punished him for do for killing his brother. And and God ain't going to punish you for something that ain't that you don't know about. And uh, so God, uh, God's word just just as eternal as God is. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? The mother of my Lord. She was saved by the grace of God through the blood of Jesus. And... uh, Everybody, everybody that ever ever has or ever will go to heaven got saved the same way. The law, and I want to make this plain. The Bible, the Bible says this. Said the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image, could never 
with those sacrifices made year by year continually, make the comer thereunto perfect. The law never did take away sin, wasn't intended to take away sin. Paul said our, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. It let us know we was lost. And when the gospel come to me, I was talking about 1956. That's been a long time ago, but I can remember that like it was yesterday. I was standing about four rows back over on this side of the little block building over on Albert Street. And that building, that building's been gone a long time. But every, they, they sang that song, I can tell you the time, I can take you to the place. Every time they do that, I think, I can take you where I got saved at. The building ain't there no more. It's been gone. I, I don't even know how long. But what happened in there lasts forever. And and this what well, the work that we're doing here in this building is an eternal work. We're trying to get our people saved. So that'll that'll last forever. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Now, God, God sent John on a mission. And... Uh, there's some things I don't understand about that. Never will, probably. But I will say this, and I believe, I believe this is absolutely provable. I believe, I believe babies, up until God lets, from the time I was just a, a, an infant or a little bitty baby, up until the time that God told me I was lost, I wasn't lost. And if if a person dies, and I don't, I, there's some things here I don't understand too. But if a, if a person would happen to die before God told them they were lost, they go to heaven. I don't. I've wondered, I've wondered sometimes why little babies die, and I've, I come to the conclusion, it's just my, my rambling, but I remember when Jay was born, and uh, the first thought that come to me, I, they come out, I, you weren't allowed to go in the delivery room back then been a few years back, but uh, they come out and told me I had a son. And the first thing that crossed my mind, Lord, when he gets old enough, save him. And uh, that was my first thought. 
And I believe, I believe people that have been saved, that's, that's the way all of us are. We want our kids to get saved. Well, I believe if I'd, have, if I'd have prayed that and God would have knew, and, and God knows this, God would have knew that he was going to go through life and not get saved, good possibility he'd have took him out of here before he was old enough, if you want to say it that way. I think I think that happens. That's just my thoughts. But uh, anybody else got anything? And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of the things which were told her from the Lord. And uh, if God, if, and I, I think I covered this to begin with, if God says something, it'll happen. And uh, God told me if I come to him, and he might not put it in all, all the same, these words, but he told me if I come to him, I'd get saved. And I, I tried to get out of it. I stood and tried to get away. But to make a long story short, when I come to Jesus, he spoke peace to my soul. And that's, that's the sweetest. The peace of God passeth all understanding. He put a peace in my soul that's beyond telling. And I already said it was joy unspeakable. It's, it's beyond telling, but it's real. And uh, we go back and quote that scripture again, and then I'm done. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And we ought to celebrate that every day of our life. God's been good to us. He paid the debt for us. And uh, and he's still working trying to get us to come get us in.